0: That's BlueNile.com.
1: What's different online and no matter what ting in galang Can't even smell it, and Filipinos are so sensitive to smell. So it's all different. It's like that. But what should be consistent is at least your message, which is buy one take one, fifty percent off <laughs> Before
2: 2020 How did you discover new places or come across cool things? Maybe it's by casually going around a mall or night stalls and following the sights and smells of what interests you. But when we started staying indoors, businesses had to figure out how to find and be found by customers and keep them engaged. So how are entrepreneurs adapting to the new normal? Ito po ang Dream Bayan, a podcast that reimagines the Philippines. We imagine a better Philippines. Ako po si Nico Bolande. This podcast is brought to you by BPI in partnership with Puma Podcast. In this episode, we speak to people who made sure their businesses innovate online and offline to keep their operations future ready.
1: My name is Teresa Carbonel Bonaflor, and I'm the founder and formulator of Elana Mineral Cosmetics. Elana offers skincare infused makeup and specially found mineral foundation, as well as body care and essential products.
2: Before the pandemic, businesses like Elana Cosmetics had to make sure to engage all the senses of their customers.
1: We try to ensure that we do have the best location in the floor. What would stand out though is the beauty consultant that would be going near you and saying, Hi (laughs) ma'am, beautiful day, welcome to Alana. So that's what I'm proud about in the retail store. You're going to experience the super high quality care and attention of our beauty consultants.
2: And then in early 2020, the community quarantines began.
1: We had a task force, 48 hours. What do we do the next 48 hours before the quarantine hits so that we can continue doing business? Within a matter of two days, we were able to move to rush our stocks from Luzon to Greater Metro Manila to Visayas to Mindanao. So we were able to distribute our stocks evenly at that time. We had to um, rush everybody so that whatever happens to Metro Manila, we're insured with stocks elsewhere. So
2: While Teresa's team was bad. making sure that the products were moving, the retail stores were starting to feel the effects of the quarantine.
1: 80 stores shut down. Zero source of income. It's just online that's happening. And good thing that we've always been a digitally-oriented company. So in the first few months of the quarantine, we were able to sustain ourselves using online deliveries. It was critical for us to ensure delivery of our stocks. Because considered considered as non-essential, right? So it was like seriously sino bibili ng makeup on a quarantine surprisingly people were so <laughs> i'm like oh thank god we were anticipating like okay drop in sales on online whereas what happened what was it doubled pa it tripled pa even if our sales did triple online it was not enough to sustain everything in the long run So
2: Teresa and her team had to cut back on what used to be essential.
1: We had this huge warehouse office in the middle of Makati. So we closed that and we moved to a smaller office in Makati and into a warehouse of the same size in Sukat.
2: As Teresa said, Elana Cosmetics has been online for years. That means if you remember Multiply, you probably saw them there too. So for her... Selling online and working from home weren't anything new. But what she didn't anticipate was, the quarantine would blur that line between work and home life.
1: What I'm not used to is having the kids at me all the entire time. Like, they think that since mommies and daddy are home all the time, we can play with them all the time then.
2: At this point, everything moved online and into people's homes including people's interaction with the beauty consultants.
1: We really tried to um, bring everybody to our online operations and our uh, beauty consultants from retail into telesales. So that was at first quite confusing.
2: So from the perspective of businesses like Elana Cosmetics, they had to integrate more parts of their operations online. At the same time, Digital systems had to make sure they could handle this increase. Digital systems, such as the mobile money provider, Gcash.
3: Hi, I'm Frederick Levy. I'm the chief commercial officer of Gcash. I'm handling all the products, all the revenue, and the the monetization of the product. uh,
2: Fred and Gcash started seeing more users at the start of the year.
3: But it wasn't just who they expected it would be. I would say individual who opened their little shop on Facebook or, or on Viber or whatsoever. Uh, they are able to build themselves a little business on, on the side. I mean, like me, I'm sure you have people around you who are now starting to buy uh, food or grocery, like fresh vegetable or fresh fruit directly to the supplier, basically the big e-commerce player and The food delivery was the one taking the full advantage of that situation. But um, month after month, by seeing the data on our side, I realized that it's not only these two players, it's the whole digital ecosystem actually, who is experiencing a tremendous uh, growth.
2: Nearly a year after Elan Cosmetics made these changes, they've adapted well. For one, Teresa's office has changed. When we interviewed her over Zoom, she was sitting by her desk. And behind her was a shelf filled with containers. Huge plastic ones with handles and tall glass bottles.
1: This is, uh, what, 40 square meters of office now, of of R&D. And that's what's changed for me, having access to all my ingredients the entire time, which is fun at the same time, too productive because I work usually from I wake up at 8, I sleep at 3 a.m. I can make several hundred other things and other versions because I have all the time in the world. Now that I have all my chemicals here, I make all my household stuff. I now make my own laundry detergent, my own alcohol gel and everything, my own Fabcon and shampoo conditioner galore. I used to like experiment with two to three basic formulas, but now I like make 50 different versions of a single product because I have more time <laughs> to do so. I remember before I had a five-year plan on the product releases. And um, I was able to compress that and release everything last year. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, what do I have to release for the next four years now? (laughs) Because I've finished everything.
2: And the beauty consultants who used to greet customers at their kiosk in the malls? They continue to look for other ways to make sure that their customers have a beautiful day.
1: So they do have their own Facebook lives. They do have their own channels also aside from telesales. So live. in situations like this, we always have to practice flexibility and constant communication. It's not just about selling, selling, selling. And it's more about... Here's somebody you can talk to, like, hi, how are you? How are you doing?
2: This meant they found new styles and ways to interact and keep their customers happy.
1: We do have our skin quiz.
2: It's a quiz on their website that you answer to assess what kind of skin you have so that you can figure out the kind of products that suit you.
1: We recently launched our skincare, so we're having new drops after that. We do have a very friendly 30-day risk-free guarantee. So we didn't have that before quarantine. And um, if you're not happy with your stuff, you can provide, give you a refund. For us, it's a long-term relationship with a customer. And if you're not happy, tell us how we can make you happy.
2: Growth for Elana also meant helping other businesses.
1: Actually, because of the quarantine, we now have two extra businesses because a lot of the brands were like asking us how to go about online. And we were like, okay, maybe we can help you and like figure it out as a service. So now we do have an enabler service for, um, brands. And we do also have a logistics company as well. Yeah, too productive, right?
2: Speeding things up, coming up with new products, that's a familiar story to Fred as well. Digital payments also saw this kind of massive growth. GCash's numbers tell this story.
3: We were around 20 million users, like January 2020, something like that. We are now at 33 million. That's roughly one Filipino by three. Today, basically, we are used average twice a day. I think today we have 700 to 800,000 social sellers just in the P2P platform.
2: P2P means peer-to-peer, which means one person can interact directly with another person
3: without going
2: through a third party. Gcash also had to strengthen its own digital foundation.
3: We were able to transition to the former platform we had to the own financial platform. We moved from that platform to the Alipay platform, the on platform which today accommodate around 1 billion people. So obviously the, the platform is, um, give much more possibility, much more versatile, is extremely stable. So we were able to speed it up and to deploy it to be able actually to cope up with this rapid growth.
2: And if it seems like everyone you know is on at least one digital platform, it's totally valid.
3: We also receive a lot of message of people who are actually building themselves a livelihood. And at some point, you know, you need to be able to accept payment and you need to be able to do it fast. So that's also why we speed up this type of product.
2: Most importantly, these services can reach and help more people.
3: There was uh, two fishermen on the beach and the comment on Facebook is like, I would like to get me some fish. Oh, but I forgot my money. I cannot buy it. And the other fisherman replied, it's okay, just Gcash, no. So you're like, wow, it's happening super far in some ecosystem, you you would dream to penetrate because that's the ultimate goal. And you realize that it's already happening. I know why I'm doing that now. That's a very good feeling actually.
2: We've been hearing from a retail business and a provider of digital financial transactions. These businesses highlight the importance of being able to adapt from cash to digital transactions. The pandemic sped up their adoption, and their clients have also transitioned. But the foundation has been set for a while by financial institutions like BPI, who have started their own digital transformation journeys
0: earlier. I'm Marwin Galvez. I'm Ecomi Mao. I'm the division head for North Luzon Branches. While most businesses were able
2: to move their offices online, this proved to be difficult for banks.
0: Unfortunately, branches are not built for work from home. So financial transactions happen either inside the branches or via digital channels. We were actually required to just open 20 to 30% of our offices. So in Metro Manila, there were rotating branches every week. To be able to inform our clients and communicate to them the list of branches that we open, we post this on social media or via physical notices in the provinces. We also made sure um, health and safety protocols are in place in our branches via the thermal scanners, protective masks, and uh, we also installed acrylic shields in our branches.
2: During the most restrictive parts of the community quarantine, Mao and his team found a
0: way to keep each other safe. There were no to very, very little public transports. So we relied on uh, carpooling efforts initiated by our branch officers. Shuttle buses were provided in Metro Manila. Some of our employees walk to office or ride scooters just to be able to go to work. In addition to physical branches, Mao and the rest
2: of the BPI team helped clients move to digital.
0: Right now, clients are able to do bills payments, fan transfer to self or third party or even to other banks via our uh, mobile uh, banking.
2: In addition, BPI has set up a direct integration with GCash even before the pandemic. This means you can transfer your money from BPI to GCash for free in a matter of seconds. The security for these transactions have also been amplified. We have made available the use of SMS OTP. This means that the user will get an OTP or one-time PIN through text before any transaction can be completed.
0: And uh, we've just recently launched the availability of our mobile key with the use of biometrics. Being future-ready
2: wasn't just in how they stayed open but how they kept the relationship with clients.
0: In the past, we also did visits to clients' offices or residences. With the advent of COVID, you know, people are, are afraid of going out. So we made sure we still continue to make our presence felt for them. And through our Kamustahan program, um, we tasked our business managers and relationship managers to call on our preferred clients and the rest of our clients to ask them how they're doing. And just to reassure them that for whatever inquiries they might have, they will feel that we are here despite the challenges. So we've been doing um, wealth investments and strategies uh, and economic talks as well as protection discussions.
2: In the end, it was a matter of striking a balance between online and in-person transactions.
0: We try to put some of the transactions online and keep our branches for the more meaningful conversations.
2: Most of the changes we've heard have been to adapt to the new way of doing things. But according to Fred, these changes have also created lasting and possibly
3: permanent changes. What I'm anticipating is some of these behavior are going to stick. For those who are used now, they will never wait one hour and a half during lunchtime or whatever to pay the bill that's finished. I'm pretty sure a lot of people who start a, a little business on the side will not stop it, even if they go back to a, a more normal uh, uh, occupation. My wife will never buy a vegetable anywhere else now than online. I mean, it's cheaper, it's delivered to her place. I think we will see the, the, the impact of this situation on the long term. For Teresa,
2: agility and being able to adapt to the times will continue to drive Elana Cosmetics forward.
1: One of the things that we've done during the quarantine is really aggressively release products. So in a matter of weeks, we were able to produce soaps and hand sanitizers. We produce masks, cloth masks. We see that happening for the next two years.
2: She also sees a blend of people shopping online and in stores in the future.
1: We intentionally drive traffic to our retail stores, to attain loyalty to in our uh, website. It's a um, very symbiotic relationship. And whenever we do our campaigns online, we do see a spike in the sales that is correlated in the retail. It's not a matter of reducing retail, but actually even being more aggressive in reaching out. We look beyond Metro Manila because... We see a movement of people talagang going back to the provinces, which is a good thing, but also meaning the money's moving there. We do see an increase of our stores nationwide.
2: And for fellow entrepreneurs who are moving a lot of their operations
1: online, Teresa has some tips and a few warnings. It's not It's much easier to go through the marketplaces if you want to start as a brand. So Lazada Shopee is there for a reason, and it's a good starting point. Facebook is not a, a a channel for us; it's more of a channel of social media sharing. So I lumped that up with Instagram. Although we also sell there, but the conversions do happen on our website in Lazada and Shopee. It's different on retail, and it's different on Facebook. It's different on Instagram. It's different. On um, Lazada, it's different than Shopee, but what should be consistent is at least your message, which is buy one, take 150% one off.
2: <laughs> We've just heard about the challenges that some entrepreneurs had to face during the pandemic and the kind of courage and quick thinking they needed to have. Companies like Elana, Gcash, and even BPI had to move a lot behind the scenes to make sure that the customers like us still have a smooth interaction with them, whether online or offline. Their efforts allow us to enjoy a sense of normalcy in abnormal times. Although there were still several parts of being quarantined that they weren't prepared for, their investments on digital platforms paid off during quarantine. We also found out that what makes businesses successful goes beyond technical innovation. At the end of the day, everyone's goal is to look out for each other. It's inspiring how business owners adapted to the changing times by making sure that their employees and customers stay safe. And they innovated so that their businesses will stay relevant and address the changing needs of their communities. Sometimes, even at the expense of their profits. Dahil sa sipag at syaga, sa ating pakikisa, at sa pagiging maparaan, we were able to dream and work towards a better bayan. And that was another episode of Dream Bayan. This podcast was brought to you by BPI, powered by Puma Podcast. Thank you for listening. To get more stories like this, subscribe to Dream Bayan on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow BPI on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.